Well, if you got a limited number of boners, you you don't waste them. No. Everyone must mean a nut. <laughs> whether it's this is a Seinfeld episode, whether it's self-inflicted or otherwise. And I see it, and I flipped out. I just go crazy. The guy, Jeff, isn't doing anything. He's just kind of standing there like, yeah, get him, Travis. You know, he's not doing a thing. And afterwards, yeah. we'll hold each other. <laughs> I sing What do you do? Yeah, I think that's the answer. Like, you, wait. Okay, so she, like, takes the goat dick and slaps herself on the face with it. I have to edit this for time. Yeah, so I lost my credit card. Yeah. And you have eight? I have about eight of them in my safe at work. And I've called the credit card company and, and, uh, you know, I said, hey, I got this card, you know. They obviously ate here. Why don't you call the owner and tell him to come get it? Okay. And they're like, well, we'll just cancel it. And I'm like, well, I'll just hold it then. <laughs> they're like, why don't you give us a number? I'm like, I, why? Because they might want to come. If they want to cancel it, that's fine. But Yeah. They're like, well, we can't call them. And t-. I'm like, why, why would you want to do that? Why won't you just I don't understand. tell them to go back to the restaurant they just ate at? Have you ever had a card canceled without even asking for it? That happened to me twice. When I was getting gas, decline, decline, decline. I was like, what the fuck's going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, we, we noticed that there was some improper charges. Well, they put a hold on it. Yeah. Well, they, they canceled the whole goddamn card and sent me a new one. Oh. Okay. And I, I've never seen that happen before. It was a Fifth Third Bank card, and it was like a MasterCard. It wasn't a, one of those debit ones. And they just sent well, me a new one in the I, mail without I'd any rather, notification. I'd rather have them be careful like that because I've had my identity. Somebody tried to steal my identity You once. were telling the, the computer story before. Yeah. And the thing about it is that's fine and great. Give me a fucking phone call. <laughs> I'm sitting there with my dick in my hand trying to pump gas. All right. Luckily, I had another card. So. Well, I, I, I don't often pump gas with my dick in my hand. Well, <laughs> you haven't lived. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease, everybody, with Luke and Nick. Hey, buddy. Hey, guy. I actually had my card. Uh, they kept sending me a bill for – it was like the same company. Mm-hmm. I had two cards from them. And they kept sending me a bill for the one that had zero balance. And I kept canceling it. And they kept sending me – and I'm like, would you cancel the card so they canceled the wrong one? Oh, <laughs> And then they were sending me, like, new cards for this one. I'm like, would you stop fucking sending me new cards for the one I want to cancel? Because at some point, if I move, you're going to still send new cards to this place. I have, I think, and I'm going to reveal all the secrets. In my drawer at work, I have five unactivated credit cards, all that could, like, be instantly activated because they just keep sending me shit. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how that's even legal, you know? (laughs) But, hey... I don't fucking follow credit rules, man. It's so ridiculous. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, dude, do you ever get like, um, like when the, it starts turning spring, does your eyes ever water up? Like, does it get like hay fever or anything like that? Like um, allergies? I don't know. I no, not really. I mean, I, I guess at some point. I mean, everybody... you're gonna see me keep like consistently rubbing my eye through the entire show, and I don't have pink eye or anything like that. 
but it just waters Pink eyes up. poo on your yeah, eye. Yeah, poo on your eye. <laughs> but it looks like I'm crying half the time. Like, Maybe. seriously. You're a liberal. You're I'm, emotional. Apparently, I'm, I'm listening to Macklemore with Jonah. I know. <laughs> that, that gay rights song really got to me. Yeah. <laughs> But like it sucks so bad. It's I'm sitting at the bar the other day, Jonah. and like people are talking to me, and I'm wiping my eye, and they're like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, yes, I'm fine. I'm like, are you crying? Are you crying? <laughs> I'm not crying. No, I'm gonna shut cry. up. <laughs> shut up. Anyway, man, jerks. I appreciate you coming to my house today to record. Um, well, Amy always makes me like clean the entire house whenever someone comes over, and I just like <laughs> clean this morning. Allison does the same thing. She's like, make sure you close the door. I'm like, what door? The door to our bedroom. I'm like, Luke's not going in our bedroom. If he is, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but he might see inside. She doesn't know that I like to go and bounce on the bed whenever I come over. <laughs> he might see. Yeah, he's like, you got to clean that. I'm like, it's Nick. It's, he we got to clean it. might like, see the four things that close on the floor. Oh, I'm God. like, our house is cleaner than 99% of the people's houses I go to. That's what I keep saying. And you've been in this, this place look like a shit. Although it's actually starting to get clean. I had people over. We, were, uh, we recorded the, the drunk episode here, and that was utter fucking chaos. You could see the, the remnants of Jonah right here and here and here. Good times. You can clean that up if you want. Hey. No. All right. You text, uh, posted yesterday something about uh, somebody leaving Aurelio's? Yeah, one of my... Uh, I was uh, like going over Luke's posts on Facebook. They're fun. <laughs> uh, one of my original... Uh, people from when we opened up the sit down this would be a luke shout out uh, she started as a mousy little phone girl that would just sit and read and <laughs> ignore you <laughs> uh, she's you know just and then she kind of just it was cool it's cool to watch uh i think i've mentioned this before just employees that have been with me for a long time kind of grow up you want to give a name or just oh carlin salute? carlin uh she was uh you know it's just time for her to move on she's got another job she's like i'm just going to you get burned out, you know. Oh, for sure. If it's not your career, or not something you want to she do, or bartender for six know. years, I was burnt out three years ago. So yeah, and you, you know, she move on, and she'll probably find another second job. But you know, and I told her you're always welcome to come back and pick up hours, and that's really cool. Um, which I, you know, she, I still, have, I have two other employees that do that. Uh, you know, they don't work for me regularly, but every so often they'll pick up a shift. Or, I, I like the soft side of Luke; it comes out every now and then. I I like loyalty and. I don't see a reason to punish or hold a grudge against somebody who doesn't work for me anymore because oh, yeah, they yeah. decided to make a decision. I mean, she put it, you know, she put in her two weeks. She worked hard up until the last, you know, minute. And I mean, why would I? Why would I hold? Oh, a grudge? oh no, no, absolutely, yeah. It's it's cool that you uh, gave her a little. I a brought little her a double shout. double food or what are those, the red cupcake things? Uh, uh, the red velvet red cake? velvet cakes with cream cheese frosting per her boyfriend. I emailed him and asked him. What her favorite is? I didn't know those things existed until Allison made me watch those cupcake war challenges. I didn't think that was an actual. Oh, you can get thing. any cupcake. No, they're fucking sweet. I like the uh, confetti cupcakes. So, um, you know, talking about shit that happened uh, in the last couple uh, days at the bar because I texted you yesterday um, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, which is about to happen. We have all the drunkards still coming out from after the parade still this week because it's like a two-week celebration in Elmhurst. Everyone's getting hammered. So last night, uh, it wasn't a very good crowd. It was like pretty pretty dead. It's only about 20 people in the bar. And there was two people that decided to stay. And I actually have the audio on my phone. It's like seven minutes of audio of me talking to this girl. She was blasted. Mm. And for some reason, she got into a topic, and this might be even suitable for Dr. Luke, but either way... She was talking about her friends, and she goes, I don't know if I should tell this story. And I go, what fucking story? And I'll insert the audio here. 
All right, so you guys got a story you want to tell. That's okay. That's all right. We can keep the names out of it. This is for entertainment value only. All right. You started it. All right. All right, I'm telling the story. All right. So we're hanging out with a friend, and she's single, and she wants to get laid. Nice. Okay. And we're fucking singing songs about her getting laid. And she's like, yeah, this bitch is going to get laid. She's going to get some dick tonight. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. Your friend needed no, some No, I turned it to like, action. okay, fine. I'll right. tell you what really happened. No, I will. no shut up. Right. Shut up. You got shut the shush hand. That's okay. Shut up. My daughter does it to me. It's no. okay. No. She's like, I'm so embarrassed right now. No, I'm being my friend. I'm not. I'm legitimately not embarrassed. She's like, I did this thing called like I would wear these pheromones so that men would be attracted to me. So she was wearing something to make men attracted. Okay. Yeah. So that men would be attracted to her. So what is she like a hag or something like that? No, she's hot. She's fucking. So what the hell is she wearing pheromones? Shut up! It doesn't matter. Okay. Whatever. Don't deviate my story. I just have to. Sorry, sorry. So I interview. That's what I do. She's um wearing these fucking. She's like fuck tonight. It's Saint. She's like it's Saint Patrick's Day. I forgot my fucking pheromones, and we're like, ah, oh, that's fucking terrible. We rode through Chinatown. We're riding okay. through Chinatown. See. And she's like, and Kevin's like, oh, let's get some fucking pheromones through Chinatown. Wait, we got it. And then Anneli's like, As you do. wait a second. As this wait a second. So anyway, go penis. <laughs> the story turned into, she's like. I'm just trying to bring it along. So the story turned into. This is, this is what bitches do. If you want to ever hook up with bitches. Okay. This is what you need to know. We talk about go penises. Women talk about goat penises. Yep. This is something I'm unaware of. We Wait, so how many friends are in your group? Like, you maybe like seven. So seven of you guys get around, you talk about goat penises. Yep. Like, what's the conversation go? Like, who brings it up? Like, you're like, hey, let's talk about goat penises. Oh, it's super weird. I'm not going to lie, it's super weird. Is this the only animal penis brought up, or is there like several things like... I feel like donkey dick would... Yeah, yeah. More than go-to. Wait, so, okay. <laughs> Help me. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys are sitting around talking about animal penises. For what reason? Go. Go. All right. Sure. So, we're in the cab. We're in a cab. You want to mash like, them up or something like that? No, I'm going to let you Make a more. soup? I'm going to let you more in um, the conversation. Yeah, see, I want to know more. So, we're in the cab, and then I'm going to yell, he's like, I'm going to tell him. Tell it, I think you have to now. So we're watching kind of porn. We, we So the seven of you sit around and watch porn? That's incredible. I'm yeah. actually yeah. Yep. The front seat. No, we're 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 watching porn. You and your girlfriends. Yep. Actually it's major porn, so we're watching porn. It's not budget porn. No, oh, we're midget porn. front seat of a taxi. Midget porn, alright. So it goes like something like this. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's like Yeah, you can be honest. We're like we're like, uh, oh, I feel this? so dirty. I feel so dirty. Oh, yes. You're like this or this? 
Or like, oh, I feel so dirty. Gotek is a great aphrodisiac, apparently, according to Annalie. Okay, could, could you explain to me, like, again, what do you, do you wear it? What do you do? Yeah, I think that's that's like wait. Like okay, so she like takes the goat dick and slaps herself on the face with it. I have to edit this for time, but at the same time, now I'm now I'm experiencing this. So she makes a conscious effort to say, "I have." I'm, she's sober when she does this too. She she grabs the goat dick when no one's looking. Or are you guys in the room with her? Like she's putting on makeup, like. Okay, give me the lip gloss. Oh, give me the goat dick. Slap, 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 slap. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's not real. Oh, I don't think I don't think you're uh, joking. No, it's not real. It might be real. No, it's not real. That was a fucking joke the whole time. By the palette, wholesale. By the palette. No, we said. That's a lot of goat dicks. That was a joke. We're like, oh, look why fucking goat penis by the ball. That was a joke, Kevin. I learned something new. Wow. I learned something new every day. Thank you. Basically, her friends, or a group of her friends, they get together. There's about seven of them. And they said this is a thing. And you've got to take her at her face value. Uh But they buy goat penis for the pheromones and the girls rub their faces with the goat penis and then they go out clubbing. I I was shocked. So my bar back is sitting there going... With the pheromones to attract men? Yeah. The- and I was like... I, the, the girl, okay. was, is, she was cute and I was like, so wait... I, so she, that's what was my next question. Yeah, she was good looking. Good looking girl and I was like, so your your friend bought a goat penis. She's like, yeah, she went down to Chinatown do you want do you want Dr. Luke to answer this? No, well, well, I I just <laughs> I don't know where to go. So she's sitting there with her fiance and he just is like nodding kind of like I don't want to admit it, but yeah, they're rubbing goat dicks on their faces. Well, why does she need pheromones if she's got a fiance? I was for her friend, but apparently like they have, you know, the the, the single girls of the group are like rubbing their faces Well, with I goat have a dick. feeling the single girls that she's referring to are look like you and me probably all right now that being said i so i i followed up i'm like so is your friend like a hag and i said that exact line and she goes no she's gorgeous and okay. and the guy again does that little right. that little nod dr luke will insert here <laughs> what the let fuck me get, is going on luke? let me get my traveling diploma um <laughs> dr luke uh tits do the same thing yeah a little cleavage or just rub their dick on your face <laughs> uh even better you don't need a goat dick. Just rub their dick, and I guarantee that you will go home with him. Have you ever heard of anything like that? Am I been living no, in a, in a that, bubble, no. a shell? Uh, a very normal bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I am feeling far, far removed from the fucking youth, man. They're, they're like 23. Well, they're stupid. Goat dicks dude, on the face. Dude. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Which is an appropriate name for this episode so far. <laughs> I... <laughs> that a everyone between the age of like nineteen and twenty four, mm-hmm. and this goes for us too when we were that age. Okay. And everyone, nobody has it like them. They oh yeah, all, yeah, it's so they weird. They have all the answers to everything. You guys understand? They're so my unique. They're so progressive. They're such free thinkers. <laughs> Goat dick. <laughs> 
And then they realize it's all bullshit, and they just you just got to fucking pay your rent and hopefully have a nice life. Did you do anything like? No, I can't think of anything that stupid would that you I think did. That I would ever do anything like that. Not you, no. But I mean, I'm trying to think if there's anything in my youth that I took that seriously. Like, well, let's give it a shot. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Somebody fucking told them a story that they actually. I can just picture six girls just rubbing dicks. Yeah, on there's their probably face. one guy laughing his ass off that <laughs> sold them a goat dick to rub on their face. Oh, so all goat dick. I sell you goat dick. You meat men. You do it now. Uh, so that's um, that's the only thing I have St. Patrick related. But I uh, I texted you last night because surprisingly enough, we've been doing the show for over a year. And we have yet to actually tell a Luke Bouncer story. And those are some of the best ones, at least I remember, that you always telling us, especially from Tuckaway Tavern. Yeah. And I still remember the one where the guy is, like, going Hulk in the parking lot. Yeah. That was the first one. <laughs> uh, you Feel free, man. I, I, if, I don't know if you need a, a little segue. I'll give, you, well, I'll give you the background. Yeah, give I the background. I as a bouncer. Now, at the time, I was probably about 160 pounds. All right. How much um, you weigh now? Probably uh, 160 probably pounds. 190. No, no, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I was, you know, me. I was, I was a fairly skinny guy. Um, but a wrestler. I wrestled for about 16 years, yeah, including so. at the collegiate level. <laughs> that does something to you. <laughs> that does do some things. Um, and the guys who owned the Tuckaway were a family, um, and the one guy was the same age as me and wrestled at Jolie Catholic, and we knew each other. So when he said, hire this guy as a bouncer, and his dad met me, mm-hmm. his dad was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> we, we had a guy named Big John, who was this big guy. He's like 6'4". <laughs> and then we had this guy named Nico. Why didn't they call him Nino, Little John? Paul Nino. <laughs> Just for the fuck of it. Because it's not Sherwood Forest. <laughs> um, this guy named Paul Nino, who was a ex-military. He wasn't a Navy SEAL, but he trained with the Navy SEALs because he did... Uh, and he knew all this martial arts. Real nice guy, just stocky Italian guy. Mm-hmm. And then me. <clears throat> and we were the three bouncers. Well, So everyone yeah. looked at you like, I'm going to take that one. <laughs> well, I had a couple guys that say, you know, you would talk to me and they'd be like, you know, you'd probably be the one I wouldn't fuck with because there's got to be something to you. Oh, yeah. You know? Like the white guy that hangs around with ten black guys. He's, he's the know. crazy one in the group. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so I, you know, and I'm pretty passive in the sense that i don't go looking for fights it's like okay whatever guy mm-hmm. um well the one night i'm sitting out it, we were, it was a warm night so i'm sitting outside checking ids and my buddy scott is standing next to me and uh this guy is arguing they had the patio and he's over the fence like yelling over the fence at his girlfriend <laughs> Calling her a cunt. Classy. Calling, oh, yeah, real classy. Classy. And he was a very muscular guy, but it was all show. All right. It was all show. Yeah. I mean. He was one of those gym guys, but nothing to back it up. Maybe just well, pumped iron. I I found that out when I grabbed him. All right. That he was soft because I threw him around <laughs> like a rag doll. No tone. Um, so I tell I said, guy, you know, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, go fight with her later. Argue. He's like, fuck you and fuck this and voter. So I grab the guy, and Scott's with me too. And Scott grabs the We kind of grab him and just kind of like move him out All right. down that long walkway, if you remember. <clears throat> so he comes at me, comes back. I kind of push him towards the street. He comes back at me. And I, I just like 
dropped the guy. I didn't, you know, I grabbed him and kind of whoop, put you on the ground. All right. And, you know, he jumps up and he goes and I move him out again and I put him in the parking lot. <laughs> and I'm standing around his, his shirt. Go. His shirt is ripped. And uh, so he like rips it off like the Hulk. <laughs> And he wait, starts, wait, wait, like Hulkamania Hulk. <laughs> Listen, well, brother, it was great. <laughs> so he rips it off, and he starts. He starts like walking, pacing back and forth, flexing <laughs> and growling and grunting. And I'm standing there. I'm like, just stay. You know, it's time to go, man. Who wants some Adebo? <laughs> and he comes back at me, and I say, if you, I said, if you come back on this property, I said, I'm going to fuck you up. <clears throat> so he comes. He thinks, you know. I mean, he comes back, I mean, he takes a swing, and he took a swing from, like, 10 feet away. I love those. Yeah. I love those. So, he, I didn't even have to move. He missed me by, like, a foot and a half, mm -hmm. just charging at me. And I grabbed him, and I picked him up, and I slammed him on the ground, and I jumped up on what is called the Gene Mill series. Okay, which explain is, the Gene Mill. I don't know okay, what Okay, you know means. what a half Nelson is? Yes. Okay. The Gene Mill series runs off the half Nelson. Okay. But it's where you have your whole, all your pressure of your body. Okay. So imagine that guy's like kind of down on his hands and knees, and you go put a half Nelson in. All right. And then you put all your weight on the back of his neck. You get up on your toes, and you just Ooh. put all your whole body up there. So that's going to incapacitate somebody pretty goddamn quick. So I buried his forehead into the pavement. <laughs> and then I started what we, what you do with that is you kind of run a circle around the head, and you turn the guy on his back. Well, because I didn't really care if I turned him on his back, I just kept running him around on his head. Okay. So, I just pictured him going around like, yeah, fuck, fuck, Yeah, fuck. and I start whispering <laughs> in his ear. You got a biggest ear. goddamn smile on your face yeah. right well, now. Well, <laughs> I started whispering in his ear, and I go, I go, I go, dude, I was a D1 wrestler. Do you think you're going to fucking beat me? So he starts cursing wrestlers. and you Fuck know. wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. soft so, oh, oh, in the, the meantime, hurts. In the meantime, Scott comes and tries to kick him in the face <laughs> with flip-flops on. And I protected the guy because I'm like, dude, you know, I don't want the bar to get – you don't work here. I don't want the bar to get sued. You know, I know the family. And so everyone's I just going to unload on this guy yeah. sooner or later. So, so I cover his face with my hand. This guy kicks me in the hand and breaks my finger and breaks his foot. <laughs> I didn't know that part yeah. of the story. Oh, shit. So then the, the the owner comes out, and he's like, all right, Luke, get off of him. And he, he knew him, and he goes, Brett, you got to go. And he Brett stands up. Cursing, flexing, and he's got like a you know like a burn on his forehead from, and there's <laughs> rotated, blood running down his face. On yeah, the and uh, so Brett was banned. That was the first person ever thrown out of Tuckaway. And the owner, um, the dad, still tells the story to this day, <laughs> but it gets more exaggerated each time. Oh, my wrestling credentials get more exaggerated, and how Luke, many guys there state, were? He would have been. Yeah, it's, international you know, at first it was, you know, Luke threw out this muscular guy and he's a good wrestler. And then it was Luke was a, you know, world champion and hey, throughout, man. throughout this guy who was six, seven, you know, and at this point it's exaggerated to me being a ninja coming out of the ceiling and, <laughs> and killing nine men. Dude, as long as it's not you embellishing the story, who fucking cares? It's pretty bad because he, he starts telling it to people and I start laughing. I'm like, dude, it gets, I go, the story gets worse each time. That's... So that was the first person ever thrown out of Tuckaway Tavern. I have the. How many people did you end up throwing out? Like over Me... the course. Well, there was one other incident. I've only thrown two people out of Cuvee, and that's of uh, six years in. Two people. I, I mean, were you thrown out physically or 
corralled to like you got to fucking get out of here. Well, I threw actually a lot of people out. Free, I would just so. ask them to you know you need this time to go and I'd kind of walk. Yeah, them so out. let's go to physical altercation. Physical like, altercation. You had that um, get there was the guy out. that uh, Casey was in visiting me, and then she went to go meet a friend, and then it turns out their the guy was shit hammered. Okay, and his friends were shit hammered, and they started like being sort of grabby with her. How many guys? Three of them. And these are people she knew. She knew the one guy. Okay. Well, grabbing Casey, the Ooh, one, well, the one. So she actually too. took them. They were supposed to go somewhere else, and she actually brought them. Oh, let's go to Tuckaway because she knew I was there. All right, and she kind of is like, Good I came right back there. because you know they're just keep an eye. So we start cleaning the bottles, and she's like standing over a table, and the one guy's friend who was his, uh, who was a marine, turned out. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a stubby little fuck. Um, <laughs> You like that phrase. Yeah. CeeLo <laughs> and this guy. So I, said, I say something to her, and she says, uh, and he kind of gives me a, and he's he's fucked up, and he gives me like this hand wave, and I don't even know how to describe it, but he does this to me. Like, oh, he shooed you. He shoes me he's away. He fucking shooed you. And I, look <laughs> at, and I look at him, and I go, pardon me? And she goes, this is my friend Luke. Don't worry about it. And she goes, and he shoes me again. And I go. What the fuck is the go, point of that? I go. She just said, make an introduction. She thought I was hitting on her, and he wanted to. Which you probably were, but you know, that's cool. (laughs) um, So I go, I'm like, dude, I said, you need to to sit down and chill the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And he kind of goes to grab me, which is stupid. No. Don't grab me. That's not smart. And so I did what's called an arm drag, which is essentially I kind of just pull him by me, spin him around, pick him up from behind. And them little legs got pumping, you know, because <laughs> he didn't know what to do. So as I'm, like, walking him out and his little legs are going, um, he catches him on the wall. And he won't let me, like, he's trying to, like, basically hook his feet on the wall so I mm. can't. So I just slammed him down <laughs> and dropped on him. And I drilled him in the head a couple times. What is Casey doing this entire time? Like, oh, shit. Or is she like, No, she eh. thought it was great. So <laughs> you ask her the story. She was like, it was awesome. Um, I started punching him in the head and then I, I go, you done? And I picked him back up and carried him out and dropped him outside and went back in and he never came back in. Wow. That's tail between the legs. If at least, at least he was, uh, well, he was smart gar- enough he to was, be like, he was screaming the whole time. I'm a Marine. I'm a Marine. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> Flip a switch or something. Champ. I don't know. I just like, well, you're kind of a disgrace for being a Marine. So let me give you some advice for all of those out there seeking to fight Luke. Uh, don't let Luke grab you or touch you in any way. If you're going to fight with him, throw something at him from far away. Hopefully yeah. Put me, put me down. <laughs> Put me down with a punch. <laughs> He's like a jujitsu guy. He actually, I remember in Posegay's apartment, you and me scrapped one time. Did we? Yeah. Well, it was it was more play scrapping because it was like I don't think uh, I like even initiated it. It was like Luke's a wrestler, and I was like, yeah, some wrestler, and you just like got my arm behind my back without unexpected. I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> It was like uncalled for. I just joshed oh. you a little. Well, there was the there was at at Tuckaway one of the ones that I, and that's why I can't really tell you how many people I threw out because there was a huge brawl. I love these stories, man. There was actually two huge brawls. But w- the, was this the, the one when second... Vanilla Ice was there? No, no, no. I was in California by the time Vanilla Ice. was Okay, there. I saw Vanilla Ice perform at Tuckaway, and there was a big fight outside, which no. was absolutely amazing. There I'll tell was story another day. Uh, there was one big brawl where I ended up. Not really throwing people out because I ended up grabbing grabbing the guy who got his nose busted and trying to so stop the bleeding. You want to set the stage? So <laughs> that one is a separate. But okay, okay, so I don't even know how it started, but they had a big outside patio. It was a nice – it was a big patio too. Yeah. 
I was inside, and it just so happened that night. Usually there was only two of us, but it just so happened there were three. It was me, Big John, and Nino there that night. Three bouncers. How many employees working usually? At a um, there was usually show? like three or four behind the bar on like a Friday night. Okay. Uh, maybe a bar back. Big bar. A lot of people usually yeah. there. So. so I'm. I look outside, and I start to see a scuffle. <clears throat> so I kind of waited out because there's two other bouncers, and I'm by the door. Um, and the scuffle just like two guys. You see, like you see commotion through the window. Okay. Then you see more and more and more and more, and it starts to build. And I go out there, and there's this huge fucking brawl. Oh no! So big, I see Big John, and he's got two guys under his arm. He's like carrying them, <laughs> and he's like, "Start getting people out of here!" So you know, all the lights go on. Um, and he's grabbing two and I grab like one guy and I'm dragging him and he's fighting and I'm dragging him and I'm, we're throwing him outside and we're throwing him outside. And like the bartenders are kind of like at the door going, you can't come back in. You can't yeah, and get out, get out, get outside, out. Take, you know, they're going to take it out to the parking lot and I go out and John's dragging two more and I'm trying to grab a guy <clears throat> and Nino, who was like the nicest guy. Mm hmm. Is trying to play peacemaker, and he's like, "Come on, guys, come on!" And he's standing. He's there. playing the Nick Prohl role, moderating. Yeah, he's yeah. like standing there in the middle of people, and he's going, "Come on, guys, calm down, calm everybody, calm down." You know, and guys are trying to get at each other, and mm -hmm. he's like, "Well, somebody breaks a beer bottle over his head." Oh shit! And it was like come the Wild West all of a sudden. It was like I've. It was like he flipped a switch. Like you could see his eyes get red. You know. Like that evil fucking Amityville horror red <laughs> eyes thing. And he starts going fucking jujitsu on people and fucking lighting them up. And it was like a movie because they kept coming at him at one time, like waiting their turn. You know how that one guy in the middle and they wait their turn and he's dropping dudes. And I swear to God, I thought he did like that bicycle kick where you jump up. And <laughs> it was one of the most amazing displays. Street Fighter 2 all of a sudden. whooping. And he's dropping people and he's like getting in his stance. And he must have dropped, like, six guys. And everyone kind of backs away. And I go up to him, and I put my hand on his shoulder like, Nino. I go, Nino. And he turns around like he's going to hit me. Oh, shit. And he was like, in the mode. And then the, the switch goes off. He's like, hey, man, you okay? Like that, you know? <laughs> so would you ever fuck with this guy? No. no oh, yeah, he no, was one of those? No. No. <laughs> no. Um, one, he was a really nice guy. He used to listen to me when I was on the radio all the time. He was a construction worker, and he would be like, yeah, you were, you know, it's funny this morning. Da, Which, da, da. What station were you on? I was on 96.7 back when it was a rock station. I remember that. I remember hearing you in the morning, actually, quite a few times. So. Um, but, I, you know, I'd have no reason. And there's no, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't really fuck with anybody. Yeah. Um, the fight comes to you, and you. But I mean, he was he was a badass, you That's know. Incredible. And so there was always a, there was a reason the three of us were there. Well, I was trying to reminisce about other shit, and I don't really have any uh, good fighting stories except for one. And uh, I'm I play the peacemaker role all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm not really known for fights or scrapping Is or the football people. Uh, no, 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 okay. no, no. This. This actually is a throwback to um, when uh, we were talking about I had never been uh, – I, I didn't defend a friend. When Ray got hit with a football yeah, way back when, and I felt bad because I didn't get involved in the fight that he was in. So I, I mentioned I made it up to him later because we actually – With a handy. With a handy. The, well, he is Ray. So. With a footy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, we had 
a big test at Lewis University. We uh, dorm in Fitzpatrick Hall, which is basically like a big Motel 6, and we were studying super late. And there was these two guys that got moved into our section really late in the game uh, named Travis and Jeff. And I had already previously gotten an altercation with this guy named Jeff because he had insulted one of our friends before, a girl named Julene. And he was kind of a douche altogether. So he was rooming with this guy named Travis, who was a boxer at Lewis University. Okay? I just got the chills. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, these guys are drinking, causing ruckuses all the time, and we're trying to study. You know, and I'm super polite about shit. Of course. Yeah, hey, man, you guys... uh, we just got to study. I know you guys want to have fun. Just keep having fun. You know, just dial it down a bit. It's all I'm asking. I got to like read three chapters before this big fucking test tomorrow. And I'm helping Ray out. I was more concerned about Ray because he needed like the t- tutorial of it. So I'm like, all right, this is this, this is that. So anyway, it doesn't, well, it doesn't go like I hope. It, they right. fucking louder they take and louder offense. and louder. Mm-hmm. And so Ray starts getting into it with him. And Ray is a fucking hothead. He, at any point, he's just going to spring to action. And I'm trying, like, come on, dude, just let's just fucking stop yelling at these guys. Let's just go study. Who fucking cares? It's like, no, fuck these guys. So we go in our room, we lock the door, and we're like, all right, we'll just keep studying. Just fuck the noise. The guys from the other room decide, no, they're going to come to us now. So they're whamming on our door. For being too quiet? For being too quiet, apparently. Because they oh, like, let's fuck with them now. They they asked us to be quiet, so let's just go fuck with them. So they're like wailing on our door. Ray's turning fucking red. He's like, all right, now they're coming to me. Now they're fucking with me. Right. So he opens the door, and they get chesty with each other. Like, fuck you, dude, and fuck you. And I get between them. I'm like pushing them apart. Like, dude, guys, guys, come on. Look it. We're just trying to study. Nobody wants to fight. Just go fucking back to your room. We'll go to our room and study. Campus security comes. Because apparently they were walking the halls at that point. They tell the guys, hey, just go back to your room. You guys go back to your room. Let's just fucking end this right now. So we end it, and about 10 minutes go by, and I'm like, dude, I'm hungry. Are you hungry? He's like, yeah, but the den is closed, which is the little eatery at Lewis. I'm like, let's go to Sub City and get a submarine sandwich and a Sub City in Lockport. High Sub-city quality. Sub City in Lockport. We said, hey, let's go get a sub, sub sandwich. Mm-hmm. They're open at like 3 a.m. anyway. So let's go there recharge and not to worry about all this fight nonsense and we're walking uh to the theater parking lot because i had parked my car there and we're right behind a place called founders hall and all of a sudden ray gets punched in the back of the head by travis Mm -hmm. (laughs) they came out of the shadows like fucking ninjas like they they walk behind us the entire time walking to the parking lot and he punches ray in the back of the fucking head and i see it and I flipped out. I just go crazy. The guy, Jeff, isn't doing anything. He's just kind of standing there like, yeah, get him, Travis. You know, he's not doing a thing. And afterwards, yeah. we'll hold each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he swings on Ray. Ray does a stumble. He looks at me, and he takes a swing. The only thing is, very similar to your story, he was about six feet away from me taking a swing. The guys mm-hmm. were fucking loaded. Just trashed. This dude's got about, I'd say, four or five inches on me, height-wise, and he's got the fucking arm strength to, to clobber me if he gets one in. I'm, I'm out like a light. But I saw Ray get hit, and it was like the animal instinct came over me very similar to your friend, and I fucking jumped on him like a goddamn <laughs> chupacabra monkey. Like, ah! just And I am choking him. 
And I choked him so hard that he coughed up blood all over my face, apparently. Mm. I didn't realize this at the time. And I'm just kind of wailing on him. Mm, nice. So I was like, dude, go the fuck back to your room. And I'm yelling and I'm yelling and I'm yelling. And I get off of him and he has a little stumble backwards after he gets up. And his buddy Jeff grabs him by the arm. He's like, let's just fucking go, man. Let's just fucking go. And they leave. And then Ray looks at me. He's like, what the fuck was that? And I'm like, well, dude, I, I don't know. And he's like, you got to see your face right now. <laughs> and so I get to a mirror and then, like the little the mirror and I got fucking blood on my face and neck and all this because he was nice. coughing up blood on me. And I was like, I don't know what that was, dude. Nice. I don't know what that was. But he's like, that was cool. Yeah. The after story is <laughs> always the best. And uh, to hear him tell the story, he embellished the story a lot more than I do. But he's like, oh, Nick was like all over. Seriously, it's just me jumping and choking, and I probably popped an artery or something. Yeah, <laughs> he broke his carotid artery. That's so, cool. so, Yeah, I mean, it's amazing what comes out of you when you see like uh, a friend getting hurt or sure. fucking a bar brawl like that. So yeah, I got I got clocked in the back of the head like that once at U of I. What did you do? Was you had a buddy with you, or did it you- was like basically about six, seven wrestlers, and we were playing pool, Ooh. and. Uh, I I don't know if it was his girlfriend or a friend, but she started talking shit to my buddy Jay, who was not a wrestler, <laughs> um, and like ripping on him for like no reason, like just talking shit to him. So I took the pool the pool cue and I uh, dragged it across her forehead so she had a blue line on her head. Oh, shit. <laughs> and this guy comes up and he was big tall guy. Luke, <laughs> I don't know if you're on the right on this one. <laughs> well, she, she I just was, wanted to put a little Z on her forehead. She was talking shit. <laughs> And my buddy Jay was like, all right, all right, you know. And she was, like, calling him, like, little man because he was short and all this shit. And I'm like, <laughs> so her friend comes up and is like, let's step outside. I said, all right. So I walked, and he jumped up, punched me in the head. Oh. And uh, I stopped, and I turned around, and just, we just fucked these guys up. Oh, no. And uh, he took a chunk out of my hand because I had him tucked in a corner, and I was drilling him in the face. And he grabbed my hand and bit it. And I pulled it out of his mouth, and he took like a chunk out of my hand. He and did I just, a Tyson on you, man. I saw him uh, about a week later, and he I was, don't appreciate what you he did. Had, my girlfriend. He had two black eyes, and his lip was all swollen. And I'm like, I'm surprised he went out. You know, I saw him. And we kind of <laughs> made eye contact, and nothing was said. Did you guys hang out afterwards and play Techno Bowl? <laughs> no, we did not. Um, <laughs> uh, but I looked at him. I'm like, I'd be embarrassed to go out look my face looking like that. Uh, well, see, it was an honor of St. Patrick's Day. We tell barroom yeah, all yeah. stories. Always good, yeah. man. Always good. So let's uh, let's continue. Uh, I uh, on a lighter note, I saw the movie Cinderella the uh, other day, the live action one. Yeah, which was fantastic. It was like a um, a full scale big budget play. Without it didn't have any music in it, uh, musical wise or anything like that. You, I think, would have appreciated just for the set design and the acting. They played it straight. There wasn't mm-hmm. anything crazy Tim Burton esque or anything like that. It just Cinderella. That's what it is. Okay, you get what you're seeing, but that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is if you're familiar with the goddamn movie Frozen, they put a five minute cartoon in front of the movie called Frozen Fever. All right, so I'm sitting there with my daughter. The first 30 seconds of this goddamn cartoon, uh, the main character, Elsa, who is uh, Adina Menzel, you know, mm-hmm. she has a cold and she sneezes. And when she sneezes, she creates fucking five little miniature snowmen that are super cute and like big eyeballs and everything. Mm-hmm. My daughter goes batshit just immediately. We got to get those. We got to get those. I'm like, fuck you, Disney. And then all of a sudden, 
They go to another room, and they're in their standard clothing that they had in the movie. And then uh, Elsa, again, waves her fucking magic fingers, and then two new dresses appear on the main characters. And she looks at me again, We gotta get those dresses! I... I just don't like being a dad. <laughs> I heard his fucking cha-ching, 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 yep, yep. cha-ching. She's like, she's still bugging me about it. Like, hey, can we get those snowmen today? Tell her I say, here's what you do. Can we get those I snowmen looked, today? I looked and they're not for sale. <laughs> I don't have them anywhere. Or better yet. There's a whole display of them and I'm like, God damn it. You know what's easier? At Target. Try these words. Mm-hmm. No, I don't love yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got from that shit. Daddy man. doesn't love you, honey. I don't love you at all. Well, we talked about goat penises. Yeah. We talked about C- Cinderella. And we talked about St. Patty's Day stories. But we didn't talk about the new iWatch, man. You going to get one of those? I've never even heard of it. You know? All right. So Apple introduced something called the Apple Watch, which is a clever name, mm-hmm. marketing wise. Oh, man. And essentially, it's an iPhone. But not as big as it, and you wear it on your wrist. Oh, I think I've seen that. Now this device. Wait, didn't we talk about this? No, no, we didn't okay. talk about this yet. We, well, this thing cost at the base model three hundred fifty dollars to eleven hundred dollars for the more souped-up ones. Okay. And there's also a seventeen thousand dollar version that's mm. eighteen karat gold plated. There will be some ghetto person <laughs> that is on food stamps. <laughs> That will have that $17,000 watch. They'll have that. Uh, I Okay. Maybe it's just me again getting older, and you said your technology oh, stopped. Samsung. All right. Look at that. You have a phone. Mm-hmm. What is the goddamn point of having a, a watch that can do? Please, write in. If because you're a fucking Apple fan, someone explain will buy this it. shit to me. Because someone will buy it. Because there are people that are constantly looking for the newest gadget. If you don't have the newest gadget, you're not cool. But I'm just trying to figure that the gadget doesn't make sense. I remember, you have your phone with a big screen. What are you going to do with a watch? Play I would, little I games went, on I it? I went from a Sam's, the Galaxy 3 to a Galaxy 5. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's probably what I'm getting next. Um, and my you know, my contract was up, and I was yeah. moving. I was switching companies, and I so I got the new phone. And But there were people with Galaxy 4, and they were like, oh, that's only a 3. I'm like... Let me see your phone. I'm like, it does the exact same thing. <laughs> I look at it. I'm like, you have the same programs, the same everything on here. I'm like, I don't understand. I, I have 4G. Do you have 4G? Yeah. And see, so your argument makes perfect sense. What my argument is, anybody that's going to put a goddamn iPhone on their, their wrist, there's no functionality on that thing that's not already on your phone. Well, you phone. don't have to pull it out. It's just always there. But then you look like a tool going like this half the time. Well, no, no. Then I'm, then I'm, you know, like... Spy from 007 <laughs> talking into my wrist. I didn't think of the James Bond aspect of it. You know, know, dude, <laughs> you're asking a guy who I've not, you know. I, I just want wish, you to really rail against I, Apple users, to be honest with you. I, <laughs> Brendan, I, explain I, this shit to me. <laughs> I take Amy's iPhone and I'll be like, where's this? You know, and yeah, I look, yeah. I'm like, this thing is so not user friendly. <laughs> well, you see, that's they they based this phone off of that phone and they made it more user friendly with a bigger screen and all that shit. So, I mean, I. I can navigate an iPhone. You know what? Good for them. People are going to buy the motherfucker, including the $17,000 one. 350 bucks for the base model. people will buy it, so good for them. They keep marketing shit that people buy. Well, there's like saying, oh, you can can check into your hotel with it. Yeah. I can do that on my phone. Oh, you can can take pictures with Instagram with it. I can do that on my phone. Yeah. I can check into into a hotel with a rotary phone. It doesn't make any sense to me, man. I just get so upset. See, technology is going too fast. Anybody that buys that fucking thing, 
You're stupid. Just wanted to get that out. And we invite you on the show. Yeah, to, explain to, yourself. To not explain himself. <laughs> I don't. I don't want their explanation. I want to make fun of them. Um, I wanted to start almost a new segment when appropriate, because uh, we already have Doctor Luke. But okay. I would like Attorney Luke. Oh, okay. Right. Attorney Luke. We can do that now. Yep, we're going to do it right now. Let me get my, uh, <laughs> Your my other second degree. <laughs> higher degree out. And I'd like the music of uh, Wait, Law and Order. Talk, talk. Is that what we would do? Okay. So, um, all right. Remember we talked last week about Sigma Alpha Epsilon. Yes. The Say Boys. Um, yeah. Sang a racist, jaunty tune yep, in yep. the bus. Kids got expelled. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chapter got dissolved on the campus at University of Oklahoma. So uh, they lawyered up. Fraternity lawyered up. Good for them. Now they lawyered up. It's the American way. Uh, they're already dissolved, okay. so they, they can't get their their shit back. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they haven't pressed any charges yet, but it's pending. So we're their exploratory committee, if you want to call it that. Who um, hasn't pressed charges? Uh, the 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 fraternity. They haven't. They've lured up, but they have not yet filed a lawsuit. Okay. Yeah. You against say, you say press charges. Yeah, that, yeah, that sorry, implies sorry, the sorry, laws. sorry. They haven't. They haven't. Um, they haven't brought any case forward yet. Okay. Which I imagine would be to get reinstated or something along those reinstated lines. Reinstated or reimbursed. That's what I thought too. What they are upset is the libel charge. If it's a libel or is it uh, something different? When you're, it would be. Uh, you know what I'm talking It'd about. It'd be slander. 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 Um, Libel is print. Slander yep, is... Yep, yep, um, yep. So this is the exploratory committee looking to see if they can sue based on them being called racist. All right? Okay. So I imagine as a lawyer, you got a pretty big uphill battle were saying... They, were they called racist by the university or were they... Were they see that's the thing I don't know the exact phrasing <laughs> that they used but even if they were let's say for the fact they were called racist just to make this easier okay all right so if the if the president of the university called them a bunch of racists and we don't tolerate that racist <laughs> behavior in this and you kicked out mm-hmm. the lawyer racist behavior racist behavior let's say you know okay. there's a difference here now here's, here's where here's where the, the difference is do we they have a case to stand on well attorney we Luke. need to decide if it's yeah. what moving forward. Did they say racist behavior? Because it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, let's uh, actually, I got it bookmarked. If you don't mind, it's 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 pretty cut and dry. If they say racist behavior, they have them on video singing a racist song. So I would consider that racist behavior. To call someone racist would be to imply that their personality has deep seated racism in it. All right, here's from the lawyer. Okay. Oops. Jones says <laughs> the two students who were expelled because of the incident have apologized sincerely for their remarks. Mm-hmm. And now the incident is being exploited by everyone, the media. They're being exploited. These these kids are getting the shaft because of what they did. He said that they lacked judgment in a social setting, mm-hmm. but they should not be tarred and feathered as racist. The, this is who? The... That's the lawyer. That's the lawyer. Okay. Saying so, I... I tend to agree with that. I tend to agree that we are a soapbox society. Soapbox society. We love to we, stand there and point our finger at people and say how much we're better than them. Do you do you think that that's going to stand in any kind of court, Attorney Luke? Like, well, they would have to. <clears throat> and again, this is this is. Uh, I don't I don't know what precedent is. I just yeah, yeah, do yeah. my research, but it would it would come down to the fact of if they are proving that this has affected their life in a negative way. Um, you it will affect their lives in a negative way. We talked about this last time. It will affect it for, for the short term. It's going to affect their lives. Well, in a negative you can't way. sue 
It's their own report. fucking fault. You can't sue the media for reporting it. And as long as they're reporting the facts. How is it exploitation if it's just being reported? Well, because the media has gone greatly in recent years from actually reporting facts to a whole lot of editorials. Absolutely. Um, So people that call themselves journalists. Yeah, well, they're bloggers. You know, but if someone seeks them out and seeks to destroy their life down the road, I think there's definitely a case there. At this point. Plenty of opinions on this, but there's nothing really being exploited on at the case, this so. point i it, it would it would come down to you know they would have to prove it you know you'd have to show why how are they being uh negatively affected negatively affected so i think how we'll, we'll do the attorney luke sketch <laughs> is luke do you take the case is it a, is, oh fuck yeah you, you take, take the case. case you take the case yes, all right i take the case <laughs> i take the case because one it's a lot of publicity <laughs> two i'm tired of everybody being accused of racism all right and three, I mean, you have potential to to to, to win a big settlement because sure. the way people ran with it, I'm sure they're going to find some how do you, how somebody do you start the... somewhere who's taken it a little bit too far, who's threatened them. Okay, people are threatening them, probably like you, racist. I'll come over and kill you. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So there's always someone who takes it a, a little too far. I could, I could picture you starting off the conversation like, guys, I'm not calling you racist, but what you did was very racist. So let's just figure out a way to make let's get you, past yeah. what you did and <laughs> yes, talk, yes. see what's come after that. Uh, let's see if I'm attorney Nick. Dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> Do I want to take? Uh, better call Saul. Well, you can't because you're probably the one calling him a racist. Yeah, probably. You fucking guys. I, I would. Man. I would. I would require them to have. 18 hours of counseling with Jonah. <laughs> uh, three of those hours listening to Macklemore on repeat. <laughs> you heard it right here, folks. All right. Let's see what else. We got uh, Dr. Luke, man. You ready? Yep. Let me switch out my diplomas here. All right. Um, All right. Dr. Luke, I scour the internet sex and relationship advice questions that I think Dr. Luke would have a good time answering. So. <laughs> good time. Hey, this isn't about having a good time. It's about helping people. All right. Luke. Uh, That's there was, Dr. Luke. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Fucking forget sometimes. I know. Um, Dr. Luke, this comes from a woman. Her and her boyfriend were getting hot and heavy, mm-hmm. but she didn't want to close the deal that night. Okay. Her boyfriend frequently complains of blue balls. Okay. She writes in, Dr. Luke, is blue balls a legitimate fucking thing or is my boyfriend just trying to fucking unload? So, both. (laughs) (laughs) Explain further to all our female listeners what uh, blue balls is. You're Um, you're a professional doctor. True blue balls. It's just, it's not, you know, it's not like a pain. It's just a discomfort when you get all revved up and the juices get flowing and they build up to that point and then you stop. (laughs) Now, medical science, according to this uh, whole little article, is saying that blue balls is not really painful, and guys are making. No, it. I wouldn't call it painful. I just it's uncomfortable, and it's it's sort know, of man. like a it's like a um, anxiety. If, if I fucking humbly disagree. <laughs> the but, pain aspect has been there a couple times. Like ah, well, it feels like you're carrying around you know a softball. What? He's got the opportunity to rub one out too. Absolutely. So you get blue balls, box the clown, and move on. <laughs> Dr. Luke. Um All right, this is this is terrible. Uh we want your opinion on this Luke. Uh, how do you all handle right. this? All right. 
There's a case of a 34-year-old man. Okay. He has idiopathic fibrosis of the corpora cavernosa. Okay. This means that every time he gets an erection, mm-hmm. when the blood fills up the reservoir, it mm-hmm. creates scar tissue. Doctors are estimating he only has a limited amount of boners left in his life. Okay. So, Dr. Luke, the, the question is, if you only had about 100 boners left in your life, how do you spend them? Without taking into account morning wood or anything like that, but if you knew the, the end was coming, <laughs> do you is have a, a sec- medical question? <laughs> Not really. Um, okay. Well, well I, you I don't, feel bad for this guy. You don't waste them. Uh, you don't waste them. No, this is like fucking, are you sponge worthy? <laughs> <laughs> I uh that's the saddest you thing I've ever it. heard. Well, we can get an implant or something. <laughs> Which is now a thing. Um, well, if you got a limited number of boners, you you don't waste them. No. Everyone must mean a nut. <laughs> whether it's the Seinfeld episode. Whether it's it? self-inflicted or otherwise. Yeah, dude, do not punch the clown anymore. Like that's just a waste. Don't get yourself high. It's yeah. it's like you need to like if you're married or have a girlfriend, you need it needs to be like a signal, like I have a boner, let's go. Yeah, don't waste it on you know you're watching a Paula Deen cook off and she might lick her lips a certain way. Don't waste it. Yeah, on don't that. force it. Don't <laughs> don't rub one out because you're bored. You rub one out because you got a boner. Yeah, play fucking Candy Crush, dude. Just yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this, that's a thing, man. Did you think that was a thing? I I, I had no I idea. Don't know. I never really like that's contemplated terrifying. it. Like, I wonder if guys can get scar tissue and have well, limited boners. I would have never think. Like, I've been reading all these weird medical things, and like, that's creepy as shit to me. Because now it makes me wonder. Like, is there a fucking finite? Well, number? you got to figure that yeah. you know it's not just going to go from boner to no boners anymore. I mean, he's probably going to drop to like soft boner to semi. You know, and even at semi stage, you you can jam it in somewhere. <laughs> Slap it around. Yeah. I'm Viagra like a motherfucker when the time comes. I'm like, all right, let's keep going. All right, Dr. Luke, we have quick hits for you. Okay. Again. All right. Uh, this is coming from the website, Frisky, thefrisky.com. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, agree or disagree, Dr. Luke, these are 11 supposedly romantic slash sexy things that are actually fucking terrible. All right. So you agree if they're sexy or terrible? Okay, so I, I say sexy or terrible. They are you can you can uh, uh, be as colorful as you want. You know? Okay, one uh, bed covered in rose petals. The woman writer is saying that's not sexy at all. As a matter of fact, it's just a fucking it's mess. romantic. It's romantic. You're sure. going romantic. All right, gay. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, the bedroom covered in candles. That's just a Same thing. accident waiting to happen. She's saying, and look at this picture for reference. Well, she must be a that's a, she must be a real fucking fun <laughs> uh, person to hang out with. Hey, that's da- no, it's it's, it's <laughs> same same along same lines. It's romantic. Uh, all right, number three, being serenaded. Not stupid. That's stupid. I think I'm agreeing with you. I'm, we're, there's we're much on the better. Same level. There's much better singers. Stand outside with the boombox and play Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm going down to number five. Anything John Cusack has done in a movie when you are not John Cusack. <laughs> if you're our age, it's if you're our age, it's still it's still romantic. If you're our age, it's cool. You can get away with it. And even that, yeah, no. I mean, there's a reason those things have lived on. Why people still remember that? It's cool. Mm. You know, but go for unique. Don't try to copy. Go for unique. Take an idea and run with it. All right. Uh, this was number four. When you're in a room together and he picks you up to slow dance alone. 
don't know if I agree with that one either. Picks you up? Like, so, like, say you're sitting in the room and a music, a song comes on, and he just picks you, like, grabs your arm and starts dancing with you around the room alone when there's nobody else well, you're there. saying he, like, if a guy grabbed me? No, no. <laughs> okay, if... Picture you Would as a I woman ever do this? and a guy grabbing you up. Is, she doesn't think that this is a romantic thing. It's like, that's just fucking foolish. So. I wouldn't. I, nah. If you dance a lot, I don't know. <laughs> I don't dance with Amy, so if I did that, it'd be kind of stupid. Poetry. Stupid. <laughs> You've never written some poetry for anybody? No. Oh, you're a fucking good writer. Why wouldn't you ever try to write a little poem? Because I'm a good writer. You ever ever write any poems ever? Be honest. Be honest with the crowd. I've No, I've written what, um, I don't know what they would be called. A sonnet? Diatribes or whatever. <laughs> no, I've had rants. Manifesto. I've had manifestos that I've written, like, about different you things. Hear how like, I would overthrow the government. Well, right. no, just things that, you know, in my head I kind of wanted to get out. That's fucking poetry. It's not a poem. No, it's, you don't have the, what, iambic pentameter? Is that what it's called? But it, Yeah, it's, it's not like haiku or anything. <laughs> I just fucking fire out some words. Uh, a giant fucking doll or a teddy bear. So, I think that's cute. Yeah, what the fuck fine. is wrong with her? It's fine. She's. I can't believe this is published. Sometimes. Um. Oh, this one I agree with. Number eight. Uh, when you're both sitting on the same side at a booth. No, at a it's restaurant. stupid. Oh, God. I had this discussion with Amy. I told her. <laughs> I said we will never same side booth it. And she's and she, she's cool with it. She's. I said unless the only time it will ever happen is if we both want to watch like a game. All right, We're fair. We're at a sports bar and the TV's on one side. I said and even then I'd think of just long necking <laughs> from the other side because we we went to Chili's the other day and we had like a it was like during their downtime like we it was like an early dinner. All right. And these this couple came in and two booths over same side boothed it. And I'm uh, like, that is the dumbest. Guys, and it's usually your decision, don't ever same side booth it. And I will tell you why. Because the staff is mocking you. <laughs> we make fun of everyone that comes in and same side booths it. Oh. Unless you're waiting for another couple. That's, like, that's understandable. And even then, there's you can sit on the one side and then shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get up after. But if you sit down with – and they, it's usually like a guy in a, a very like um, – you can tell he he's very uh, not so confident. Mm-hmm. So he's got to overcompensate. So he's, he's, he's not very – so he's like – and he's doing the arm around, lean in. Same side booth it, you know. Oh, um, you know, we're we're in love. If if you've been dating for a while, isn't the only excuse the same side booth just to grope each other's fucking legs under the table? Maybe you even go. Further? No, if you've been dating for a while, you have a place to go and grope each other. Yeah, but I mean, they're just so fucking horny they can't wait. They're, ah, fuck that. <laughs> Creepy shit. All right, number nine, edible underwear. I've never tried, so I couldn't tell you anything about it. I don't think it's. Something I would ever buy. I don't associate food with sexy, so. Uh, it's, that's a nice follow-up. Anytime you bring food into the bedroom. It's, no. What's that movie with fucking Kim Basinger and. Oh, uh, uh, Nine and a Half Weeks. Nine and a Half Weeks where they're eating food and no, like, I going made at Amy, it. I made Amy give up eating in bed for Lent. <laughs> How's it going? Because I fucking hate Oh, she it drives her nuts because she always wants to bring something. So to you me. would kick someone out of bed for eating uh, inside the bed. I, I hate it. That's a phrase. The I wouldn't smell, kick her out of bed for eating crackers. The smell and just, the, you know, and she'll go to kiss me goodnight and she smells like chocolate. I'm like, <laughs> get the fuck. God damn it. You're revealing all these secrets. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like kissing when I'm eating or if someone's eating. Like when they go to like, like early on, Amy like was eating and she went to kiss me and I was like, no, 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 no. You swallow what's in your mouth and then we'll kiss. You have a food phobia thing? You I don't just like don't. I think it's disgusting. Allison can clean 
anything in this house, be it, you know, dog shit or, you know, baby vomit or whatever, when it comes to food and dishes, she can't touch like food that's been crusted over or something like that. She gets sick, like physically, like she's about to vomit. Samantha at work does that and mm-hmm. she'll like clean plates and she'll like something like sauce will touch her hand from someone's she'll, plate. She'll, she'll flip she out, right? She runs to the, to the sink. So we always block her from washing her hands because it drives <laughs> her nuts. Or I'll like, I'll touch her with, she'll be out on the floor and I'll walk by and I'll, I'll have like a little bit of sauce and I'll have like pulled it from the back. Like it's fresh sauce. And I've just done the tip of my finger, and I'll I, walk by, and she'll be talking to a table, and I'll touch her arm with the sauce. I never and understand that. she has to stand that. there and finish taking the order before she can run back and wash it off her arm. It's fun. <laughs> I mean, um, that's that's just a weird thing, especially when you can clean everything else, and that's what tips you over the edge. I don't know. Uh, Maybe a, saliva or something. Like thing, I guess. Uh, getting uh, your significant other's name tattooed on your body. Now, my brother-in-law did this. Uh, my sister's name is tattooed on his body, and I call him a tool all the time. So, I, you know, I can see uh, getting married and having a couple kids, but a tattoo so permanent. It's so permanent, yeah. So I, that's, a, that's a Dennis Miller line. I stole it. <laughs> um, no, it's, I don't. You know, I don't know. I there's a, if you're a tattooed person, what gets me is the guys that have been dating someone for like a month and they get it tattooed. Um, but like my nephew's got. Like his kids tattooed on him. I, and I was telling Al, I was like the kid, but I'm not a tattoo person. Like the closest I ever came to getting a tattoo was uh, for my friends that died. Okay, it's um, like a little never forget type thing. I don't, you know, I, it's got to be tasteful. Like the picture you got right there, where it looks like it's across the top of his back. Oh, look, no, say okay, this picture right it says here, Brenda, Brenda, but he has Brenda tattooed on his back in several different fonts with a big Brenda, like Thug Life, but Brenda. <laughs> That looks stupid. That's dumb. And this guy's got a lot of fucking skin issues, too. Take it from someone who was married and thought it was forever and, like, a year and a half later was divorced. (laughs) (laughs) In your defense, it would have been okay. (laughs) No, no. They would have carried over. No, spelled differently. Damn it. Oh, you could turn an I and an E to a Y very easily. Just a little creative license, man. There's a thing. I, I said this to Al. Um, I would consider getting a tattoo of our daughter's name on my arm. Yeah, it's and your daughter. And she goes, oh, well, what about me? And I had no response. I'm like, well. Just say yeah, it's yeah. cheesy. Right? <laughs> you know I love you, honey. <laughs> I just couldn't. I don't know That why. would be the ultimate alley rally. Yeah. <laughs> I rally you all the time. Yeah, you do. And that, I, Look at your arm, Allie. I. I uh, hate my own artwork after a certain period of time, and I'd have to draw my own thing, and I know I would just look at it and be like, that fucking sucks after What's a while. a name. Well, I'd have to make it my own with a swooshy font. The only tattoo I would get that is, like, I have, like, you know, I like my friends that died or my parents or All whatever. Right. That um, was the last one, by the way. But I would probably, I mean, if I was going to do it, it'd be like a Cubs tattoo. Really? Ernie Banks on your back? No, no. Like, something on my arm, like a, the, the Cubs logo. Well, Dr. Luke, we're coming to the end of the road. Um, let's see. Yeah, fuck all these things. Um, you got anything that uh, I didn't touch up on that you want to talk about this week? <laughs> you, always give that, you always give that pause like, huh. Well, you put yeah. me on the spot. And I'm of like, course. No. Um, I, gotta, I bring you like an hour worth of topics. I want to make sure Luke gets his uh, his shit in too. So. And Luke doesn't have shit. No. Um <laughs> No, um, (laughs) edit, edit, (laughs) edit, edit, edit.
And uh, I don't really have anything. Uh, oh, there's your Mario thing you're going to sell. That's him right there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I sell the shit out of that. I thing. took the pictures of it already. He's all ready to go. I got to get the dimensions and the shipping weight all figured I gotta out. Ch- so. I got I to gotta check what my shit costs. Which? Oh, which uh, oh did you see Chris Bryant? Two home runs the other day. <laughs> he's, right? got, he's leading the... Uh, Spring training and Homer. All right. He's such a it's monster. It's spring training. I yep. get it. The, the, I get it. But the dude's hitting like 450. Did you see the Will Ferrell thing in yeah. spring training? I yeah. thought that was he played for 10 teams. It's great. That's and, a great promotional thing. And the, and it was all for charity. He uh, he t- had to take a helicopter to get to the White Sox game because yeah, he had he, to go. Oh, he took some, helicopters to everywhere. Was it everywhere? But he was I, late to the White Sox game, so he came out in uniform wearing a bat. Or, just, or wearing uniform with a bat. That's fucking um, funny, dude. He, played, he was a third base coach for the Cubs, and he had signs that were like, Remember these games don't count. And then the next sign was, forget that last card. Do your best. And Chris, <laughs> and it was funny because Chris Bryant was batting, and uh, he was laughing. You could see him. He's yeah. like he kept looking and laughing because he always had a different card down there. I saw everything that man did. That I'm so forward, looking forward to this shit. Only a couple weeks away. So I know. Baseball. It's a. It's really nice to to look at your team and go, wow, <sighs> we have this guy. <laughs> I hope he's uh Causing chaos for you guys. I think he's the next Mike Trout. Well, we'll see, man. We'll see. We got some time. Um, I hope. I hope. Jonah Story. Jonah Story, the one we've been putting off for a couple weeks. Yeah, man. Um, fill in where I lose my uh, mind on this one because I, you know, like I say a lot, Jonah's stories often involve me drinking just as much as him, and we were at a party. Uh, let's just say Keith's house. <laughs> I don't know if we want to say the whole name and yeah. shit like that. Uh, we were at a party at Keith's house, uh, who has never been on the show, never met, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, anyway, Jonah was in one of his uh, rage drinking moments, which is a sight to see. You know, he. Uh, Back in the day. He consumes. I don't want to imply that Jonah rage drinks. I mean, Jonah will drink now, but. This was back when we were young. He, he was a tornado. Yeah, uh, he he could put them down, and he, they'd stay down, and he would just keep going the rest of the night. Jonah has a certain amount of charisma to him too, especially when he's drinking, which is surprising. Um, and this is back when his single days too. So I mean, there's just I don't think we can offend anybody with this story. Um, <laughs> at least not if we could offend Jonah. Like, I like completely disregard him as a person. <laughs> we're not going to offend anyone. Um, anyone important. What I remember is us playing darts downstairs. We used to have these great dart tournaments. Mm-hmm. They the still do them every now and then. The brackets are still up. I mm-hmm. used to draw pictures on the brackets, which were sweet, of all the teams and everything like that. And um, Jonah and I were on the same team, I want to say, uh, Dosh Drunks. And after we had got done losing in the tournament, mm-hmm. ooh, Jonah decides that he is in a frisky mood for some reason. And he is now on the prowl. He's walking around the house, uh, surveying the land, if you will. And a young woman catches his eye, and she's all about the drunk Tasmanian Jonah, man. It was uh, kind of surprising how well the, the hookup just happened. It was like light speed. Like, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? You want to go here? Well, they knew each other before for a long pre- time. But it was it, that kind of hookup always amazes me because it wasn't even like there was no conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what are you doing? Want to go in here? Okay. You know, and that never happens to me. So it always impresses me when I see that shit in motion. So it's important to note for this story because it's what makes it funniest. 
And without giving it away, Keith is someone of stature, <laughs> not one of our friends. We're okay? not posting this on the. This is some. <laughs> this is this is someone of stature. Yes. Yes. Okay. So He's... just understand this: the older older person, not one of our friends. Very professional too. Yes. All right. Uh, in most respects, when this is uh, something that happens at his home, he would not allow this to continue. He would make sure everyone is uh, safe and not doing anything too stupid. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the case <laughs> this night. So Jonah and our friend decide that they're going to go into a bedroom. Was this a guest room? I was not there. I lived in oh, California. Oh, okay. So you, okay, this this was. I believe it was the guest this room. This was though, the from what guest room. This was the guest room. So Jonah and our friend go into the guest room, and one thing leads to another, and they start having sex. Very loud sex. So so much, in fact, that the entire party is quite aware of the sex. Mm-hmm. Jonah's a moaner. What's with Jonah and moaner? He's going to need that respirator sooner or later. So um, the person of stature, Keith, where, where all of us are expecting him and his place to, to break this up, he goes, hey, guys, I got a ladder in the other room. Let's go watch. <laughs> Outside. <laughs> so... He goes to the garage. He makes me, and I, I, I don't know who the other person was, but we grab the ladder. We walk around. And it was Pose Gay. I think oh, it was God. Pose. It was, he was Pose Gay. He was probably already out there watching. No, he was trying, but you know, it was like uh, Nunzio jumping up and down. It wasn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so we grab the ladder, and I, I think at this point of the party, there was probably 15 people left because it was very late, but there was still a bunch of stragglers. So we get the ladder, we put it against the his house, and you can clearly see what's going on. There was a line to get up the ladder, <laughs> like a great America now, cue. The, the best part about <laughs> it, I think, from the story that was told to me, besides everyone watching, <laughs> everyone was that up. this person of stature was the first one up the ladder he was first one and up the was ladder. up there giggling. Yeah. And he has a very distinct giggle where he's like, <laughs> and then he say, "I if I remember the story, and I wish I could remember who told me the initial story, but they turned around and said something like, you can see Jonah's ass.' Yes, or something exactly. like that. that was like, you say, you can see Jonah's white ass going up and down. Yeah, <laughs> and which is is a funny statement in itself, but the fact that it came from this person makes it the ah oh, man There's, the greatest story. I wish the context were there, and we could tell everything, but." Yeah, the, the the queue of people lined up to watch Jonah have sex is pretty impressive. And um, after it was said and done, we got the ladder back in the room, and everyone had their giggles and everything. Everyone's waiting in the living room for both of them, and they both come out with that sex head, you know, all fucking disheveled. Yeah, and they're like, "What? What? What's going on?" What? Yeah, everyone's on? like, "Woo! Yeah, good job, guys." She is turning red faced, which is and probably so- why she doesn't talk to us anymore. <laughs> I mean, she lives in the area, and I've invited her to shows and auditions because she's she's an I, actor. I just and don't just get it. No, nothing. You no know what she did. You know what you did. You know, nobody's hurt, and you. And it wasn't like you were being private about it, right? You were making it very apparent were, where you were going. The guest room was attached to the living room. It, it wasn't this <laughs> giant house where they walked down this hall. Yeah, it's like you know when you have uh, a restroom sitting right next to you. You know the person's peeing on the other end because it's so fucking loud. It, it, there was just like a paper thin wall. Yeah, you can't it, hide from it. So mm-hmm. the fact that she was so upset, 
And Jonah, of course, being Jonah, like, hey, yeah. I'm Jonah. <laughs> 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 so that's our uh, Jonah story of the week. I I like that one too. That's man. a great story. That's it good. really is. That's one of those things that I wish I had been here for. You know, you kind of go, damn it, I shouldn't have moved to California because I could have. You know, been there for that story. Jonah having sex is more popular than most rides at Great America. It's amazing how people just lined up to get up a ladder to see his drunken ass. All right, man. I got nothing left, so... Uh, Remind me next week to tell you the story of the Don. Don. The Don who invented the Bronco. Oh, okay. Uh, his story at his house. <laughs> we'll have the Don story of the week. Um, go see Odd Couple, uh, premiering April 10th. 10th the weekend of the April 10th and April uh, 17th yep bicentennial park in joliet yep. um and i'm newly uh, elected to the bicentennial park board very cool man very cool or um, uh, is that uh like a position you'll have for years and years to come hopefully or i don't know you don't know it's just one of those things you'll see what happens get your feet wet um i'm there to make sure that good things happen at the park uh, well you in charge i think good things will happen at the park so uh listen to all the shows on the disease network you're gonna get a disease something gate um that just happened and the new dosh drunks more shows to come uh we got a ton we're gonna post this week so i hope you guys like all the new funny coming your way anything else brother nope for luke this is nick go get a disease everybody later <laughs>